This is Smart Money with Kevin Richards from KNR Consulting Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With over 10 years of experience in the financial industry, Kevin provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Kevin Richards to help you find out how to have financial peace of mind. Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of Smart Money. Hi, I'm your host, Kevin Richards. Our show today I'm going to focus on is how to help your family pay for college. It's been a very popular topic recently. A lot of our clients have been asking about different strategies they can help with paying for their college for their kids or their grandkids. And there's a lot of confusions about this topic. So I thought I'd clarify a lot of that. A lot of our listeners out there do want to help their grandkids or their own children uh, get into the right colleges and pay for the college. So this is our topic of our show. Thank you again for tuning in on this wonderful Saturday. But before we begin, let me introduce our co-host, Tony Shore. How are you doing today, Tony? Oh, Kevin, I thought you'd never ask. I'm doing so great. Uh, that was a nice <laughs> intro. I'm excited about today's show. As always, it's a beautiful day here yeah. on K-Bright. It's always a bright day with you, Kevin, and <laughs> I always learn something. Um, I've had a crazy week. Uh, just my kids, my son's home from college and the kids are off right now. So dealing with all of that, and the wife left on a business trip last week. So, oh. uh, you know, juggling the uh, feeling, the pains of being a single parent, but it's all fun. I love it. Uh, the more time I spend with the kids, the better, honestly. But how about you? How have you been? Oh, thanks. Tony. I've been doing great. I actually got a chance to see two different games. I went to two Angels uh, baseball games this past weekend and had a blast. Uh, Mike Trout did really, really well. As you know, he's one of my, my favorite players. He hit a home run and a triple and almost hit it for the cycle where he hit every single you know, uh, base on there. He missed it by getting a double. But anyhow, it was a great game, two great games to watch. So I love getting out there with some friends. And I even got a, a chance to pick up a signed game used baseball Mike Trout hit where he signed it. He hit a double in an earlier game, dated it, signed it. It was pretty cool because, again, I'm a big, big baseball fan, especially with Mike Trout and, and the Angels. So I had a wonderful weekend. That's a nice little piece I added to my museum that, you know, I have in the office here of a lot of collectible baseball items that are, I mean, I have Babe Ruth baseballs. I have a Mickey Mantle baseball and all these bats that are very uh, special. So it's kind of nice to add that to our our uh, show pieces here. And I get to see it every day as I work and, and uh, hopefully some of our clients like it as well. But that was my weekend. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, that's awesome. What a great weekend. So, yeah. and you, you got a baseball. Uh, is yeah. it signed? It's game used. He actually hit a double with this baseball. Mike Trout did and he oh, signed it and awesome. dated it. And it's against the Cleveland Indians, and it was—it's uh, just kind of nice to see that because you don't get to see those a lot. Uh, they're hard no. to find, so yeah. I was happy to get one of those and add it to my collection. Yeah, is it now? Do you have it at your home, like in a, in a little plastic case, or is it in your office on display? This one I have at my house. It is in a, a plastic case, of course, uh, with you know, a little plaque on it. But I—I'm probably going to bring it to the office because it's more, you know, I guess it'll be seen more than just myself and and a few people at the house. So sure. I'll, I'll bring it to the office probably in a few days and uh, have it to all, for all of our people in the office to look at. It's kind of nice. Well, and then if our listeners set up that complimentary <laughs> consultation that you're going to be yeah. offering, uh, that you can show it off there and they can see it. Well, uh, they can. Yeah. That's and, awesome. And the, 
and the Babe Ruth. That Babe Ruth baseball is probably the most precious one. It's uh, Babe Ruth signed it, dated it, 1925, and Lou Gehrig also did it. Oh, it's a uh, it's an amazing ball that I I that's my prize item to be honest. It's one of those you don't get those very often anywhere in the world. Wow. So I, no, I looked into that a- one. Yeah. That is amazing! Wow! Yeah! Wow! Well, it's it's great. The I knew you were a fan, but wow! Yeah, that's that's really serious stuff there. That's really neat <laughs> to have. Um, that would be neat to see. I'd love to see the Babe Ruth one. I haven't seen that one yet, so uh, I have yeah. to check that out next time I'm there. Um, yeah. Kevin, what exactly are we talking about today? Well, I thought you know with a lot of graduates. Uh, well, people are always interested in what what's going to happen with college tuition and how to pay for college tuition is a lot of questions people get into that world. You know, should they put money into these uh, college savings plans, also known as the 529 plans, or should they, should they just gift money to their grandkids if they want to help them go to college? What's the best way to really help your child or your grandchild pay for or help them pay for college? And it's something that I like to help folks that do have those uh, kids that are in that age bracket of high school or even younger that just are starting to look at how to help their, their family get into college. And it's something that I I know a lot of people want to learn because it's a, it's a big world. It's not just a matter of, you know, give a $10,000 a year to your grandchild or, or for your own child for that matter. And where do you put it? So as to get the best tax benefits and also grow with money the entire time that you're putting into these accounts it's what we focus on. So that's what I thought I'd, I would really tackle this and uh, give what I feel is probably the top two different strategies that, that uh, are out there that make sense for most people. And it's, you know, something I hope it adds value to our listeners today. Well, that sounds great. Uh, that sounds like a great topic. So let's jump right in. Uh, what's the first thing you have for us? Well, the, the question a lot of people bring up is should they just put money into these college savings, these 529 plans. And that's what that means in simple terms. It's an account or a, you know, a plan that you put into, you contribute whatever you want to per year, per month. And uh, a lot of families set them up so that the other you know, uncles and aunts and grandparents can contribute for, for birthdays or Christmas. They can you know, put money into their college account instead of just sending them gifts of random nature. But the way the restrictions on these accounts are most of them, you have to use it either within certain schools, certain colleges, or certain uh, states. That's where you have restrictions, obviously, right there, that if your child decides to not go to those schools or any school in that state, you lose the benefits of that account. And the benefits, primarily, for most of them, are tax-free growth. So you don't get a tax deduction when you put the money in, but you get growth, Hopefully there is growth in these accounts, first of all, but if there is growth, it's tax free. So a simple example would be, you know, a lot of grandparents may gift $10,000 a year to their grandkids. Well, let's say they did that for 10 years for, you know, their grandchild who's, who's eight years old and it's a son, let's just say, and that son now is 10 years later is 18 and grandparents contributed 10,000 a year. So times 10 years is a hundred thousand dollars. And let's say it grew by $30,000. So now they have $130,000 in that account. Well, all of that growth, the $30,000 in our example, is tax-free as long as that child, this grandson in our example, goes to a qualified school that is on the list of that plan's authorized schools. So if they go to, let's just say, you know, UCLA or wherever it may be, that school has to be in that plan for that money to be able to get that tax savings. And again, the tax savings is the growth is tax free. 
a lot of people don't realize that in most 529 plans, your only investment options are mutual mutual funds, which is, of course, stock market related items, investments. And if the market is down, if your accounts have been going down for 10 years or five years, whatever it may be, then you had zero benefits to this account. And you're also being restricted on how you can invest the money. So now you start realizing all the negatives. It, it really, in my eyes, it, the negatives are outweighing the positive. And the only positive, again, to this account is the tax-free growth, provided that there is growth, obviously. But then the negatives, as I just mentioned, several of them, to me, aren't, aren't the best way to do it. And it's the most common way because, ironically, it's probably the most promoted or at least a lot of companies who are mutual fund companies you know, pay for a lot of advertisements on this topic. And that's why you hear a lot of people doing them. But that doesn't mean they're the best thing. Just because you know several people that are putting money into their college 529 plans doesn't mean that's the best option. It may just be because that's the most promoted or advertised option. But it isn't, in my example, in my also my experience, is not the best example or best way to save for college for your mm. child or grandchild. Yeah. Well, I know my wife and I have 529 plans for two of our children. Yeah. And, and you know, we thought that would be great. Uh, but I know there are other strategies you're saying that work better. Yeah. Uh, and there are other things we need to avoid. I mean, some people just put in, used to be people who used to have CDs or grandma would give you each grandkid a, C, a CD with like five grand in it for college or whatever. Right. Um, or parents would save in a CD, but, uh, CDs aren't certificates of deposit anymore. They're certificates of disappointment, as, <laughs> I, about as right. I like to say, because yeah. you're only earning about 1%. So that's not a good way to go either, is it? Well, no. And, and a lot of you know grandparents want to give money for their, their you know grandchild. But like you just said, a CD or even savings bonds. I've seen a lot of folks used to do these savings bonds. They'd give to their grandkids yep. or kids. Yep. And those are another example. Yes, they're safe, but they're very little benefits. The growth is very low, the interest rates on those and the yield. But it's, you know, that, that's just because that's all they were exposed to. That's all the bank will tell you about our CDs. That's what they offer. And they do offer a lot of them offer the 529 plans. So because the banks are more prominent out there and they have the bigger budgets to promote all the various things that they can offer, that's what gets, you know, oftentimes utilized by, by customers. And it's not always the best thing. And that's just an unfortunate thing you know, example of what occurs too often out there only because they're not getting a lot of customers are not getting exposed to what all their options are. A bank will not tell you what other options exist if they cannot offer it. And that's, that's just how, well, how business works, obviously. And they, they can have the bigger pockets in terms of advertising budget. So that's what a lot of people invest in for their kids or their grandkids. And it's definitely not at all to me, the best option especially when there's better, much better growth vehicles, more uh, freedom with other, other investment options and uh, even equal safety. Wow. Well, yeah. And sa safety is important, but you have to also look at uh, maybe a tax advantage or growth, that type of thing. And so uh, I like the fact that you're saying there are options and strategies, and this is something you help people do. Uh, this is an aspect of, of how you help people this is an area we all need help in that a lot of folks might not realize you offer. They might think, oh, he's just about retirement savings or just about this or that or investments in the market. But uh, college planning is a big one because you don't want to end up with a ton of debt uh, in college with those student loans, do you? Well, no. And that's part of our, our goal here, as you know, Tony, is to help our 
our listeners, our clients and, and potential clients, how to maximize all your dollars. If you're budgeting out a certain amount of money you're gifting to your grandchildren or to your child, why not learn the best way to have that money work for you? And in our next segment, I'm going to talk about what I feel is the number one way to get people the most advantages, the most benefits to putting money aside for their family, their child or their grandchild for college. And it's a way that a lot of people are now starting to use because it's becoming more and more popular and it's got a lot more benefits in my opinion and a lot more growth, safety, et cetera. So I'm hoping a lot of our listeners will stay tuned in. But if this is a topic, Tony, that any listener out there is wanting to learn more about, which is college planning and how to save the proper way for college, you know, I really want to encourage any of our KBRI listeners, please call our office, schedule a time to meet with me. I offer no cost, no obligation consultation where we get a chance to meet each other. I'll give you my opinion about where you're at, show you what I think would be a way to improve your situation. Again, there's no obligation. It's very casual. It's very... Uh, customer oriented, meaning trying to focus on you and what your needs are and no other agenda besides meeting each other. So if that's of interest to you, please call our office. We have folks standing by right now here on this Saturday. We're at the area code of 949-218-3900. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call KNR Consulting Group. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 949-218-3900 or visit us at knrconsultinggroup.com. And welcome back to Smart Money with Kevin Richards and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Now, Kevin, in our first segment, you were talking about uh, different options for uh, paying for college, some of the traditional ways, but uh, what are some other options out there for us when it comes to uh, financing and planning for college expense? Yeah, Tony, and this this is by far, I feel, the best option, hands down, for any parent out there who's wanting to save money for their, their child or any grandparent, for that matter, who wants to help their grandchildren get into the schools, the colleges that they they choose to. And it's the, the account is this. You actually open up a life insurance account and it's controlled or owned by the parent or whoever decides to do this. Could be the grandparent for that matter. And you have as the insured person, now you have options here. So the insured person, for in our opinion, a lot of folks who are in their 50s or 40s uh, or even 60s who are of decent health, meaning not very bad health, should be the insured person. We all need to have insurance anyhow for our families in the unfortunate event that we pass away too soon. So life insurance has an option where you don't have a lot of death benefit. You don't do these accounts for a large death benefit. You're doing it for the tax benefits of life insurance. And in simple terms, it works like this. Whatever you put into these accounts that you contribute, let's just say $10,000 a year, all that money is going into your cash value. There's a percentage of it they keep for the cost of insurance. And that's based on your age. But in simple terms, that money is going into this account and is going to be allocated how you choose to have it allocated, meaning there's various options to have it grow, but it doesn't lose money. These options are usually the S&P 500 index options, et cetera, that protect your principal. So again, there's no loss if we get a stock market drop um, compared to the 529 plans that we talked about earlier. Those are linked to the mutual funds where they can lose your principal. So this new account, where they're using the cash value life insurance, 
You do not lose your principal because of a stock market loss. That's point one. Point two, the growth of this account. If there is good years in a stock market, you will grow your money based on the performance, again, of the index that you choose. The growth on this account is tax-free, just like it was in the 529 plans, which is great, and that's why we do these accounts. But here's where it gets better. I do not have the restrictions that I do in the 529 plans with these life insurance accounts in terms of what schools my child or grandchild can go to, not what state they're going to go to, none of that, because this value, this cash value that's in these life insurance accounts can be used for whatever you choose. Could be used for emergencies, could be used for a trip, graduation presents, or of course college. It's your money, whoever owns sure. this account, to use as you wish. But a lot of people are using it because it's safe, it protects your money from any market loss, it can grow when there's good years, it's tax-free growth. And the other part about this, Tony, is this. Whenever a student applies for school, they all fill out this form called a FAFSA form. This form is what is used to determine if your student will get any grants, uh, scholarships, potential reduction in tuition. All these benefits that are out there are what that's, you know, what they're looking at is the values that you put on this form. Well, if you have money in a college plan, a 529 plan, that will really hurt your child or grandchild's options of getting any reduction in tuition, any grants or any scholarships, because it's seen as you having a lot of money that your family does for this child to go to college. So they're not going to be incentivizing you or your child to go to school or by reducing the tuition because they see that you have all this money in a 529 plan. But this life insurance option that I'm talking about here, this cash value life insurance option, that money does not count as an asset when that child is applying for college tuition reduction or grants or scholarship. So it's a big deal because now you're saving yeah. all this. Now you may be getting, I should say, all this additional benefits because we do a lot of this too where we help our, our clients, kids negotiate a lower tuition at their schools because a lot of people don't realize that tuition is a very negotiable item. It is not a set price. What makes it negotiable is how much assets that family has. Of course, how well that student is with their grades and their other academic achievements, but provided we have a student who's a very high quality student and is wanting to go to a certain school, by using this strategy of life insurance as a cash value vehicle to save for college, it helps that student by not having it count as an asset that goes against him in getting a reduction in tuition or any grants or scholarships. That's wow. the big one. That's where people don't realize this is a doozy. That that benefit right there on top of the ones I just mentioned earlier about it being, you know, freedom to choose as you wish, what school, whatever it may be, really outweighs, in my opinion, the other benefit of just that college 529 plan that goes into mutual funds and has a lot of restrictions. So it's a really big, important option. I want to make sure every listener out there, if you've not heard of this or if you haven't had this looked at or run a report on this, do so. It is really a very powerful vehicle that will help you and your family, not just for college. Because I remember, as I mentioned, Tony, this money can be used for whatever the owner wants. So if we have a grandparent who owns the account, and they, let's say the insured person is their their daughter, who's the mother, let's just say, of their grandchild. Easy math. We have a grandparent who's 70 years old, and their daughter is 45, and their son, grandson, I should say, is, is 10. So... That example, you want to have the insured person be the grand, sorry, the daughter who's 45. 
The owner could be the grandparents. So now the grandparents are the ones controlling the money. They're the ones contributing to it as well. But the insured body, meaning if, if their daughter who's 45 dies early, the family's going to get a benefit. But who's really benefiting from all this is that grandson, who's in my example is 10 years old. That's a person who's going to be getting tax-free money for college, whatever college he chooses, whatever state they choose. And if he decides to wait a few years and go travel the world or you know become a uh, go to culinary school, like I said earlier, that money can be used for whatever that family chooses, and it's tax-free money. It doesn't hurt that son or grandson from getting and, college but is, tuition. But that grandson's mother doesn't have to pay pass away to get that money. That's correct. It's it's a it's a benefit that they're using while they're living. Good thing you brought it up because it does not mean that anybody, the, in our example, the the daughter who's forty five, who's the insured person, she does not of course need to die. It's all you're doing on these accounts, Tony. Is you're taking money out of it, the cash value, which in essence lowers a death benefit, which is fine. We're not doing this for a very large death benefit. That's not our strategy. There are other vehicles for that. This account primarily is just using. To your advantage, all the tax benefits that life insurance provides, all the safety that it provides, all the growth potential it provides, and of course, the tax-free growth. And the benefits are you do not need to die to access all those features. All that growth, all that tax-free benefits you have can be used while you're living for whatever you want. In our example, we're utilizing it to help that son pay for college. And that's very powerful because the freedoms are unlimited. We don't have to worry about if he decides to become a firefighter or go, go to Europe or whatever it may be. That money is still in that family's control. Nobody needs to die to access it. They can pull it out whenever they choose. It'll, of course, reduce the death benefit accordingly, but that's, that's understandable. But that's why I love this account for many people out there because it provides such freedom, such safety, and zero restrictions on where that son or daughter or grandson or daughter has to go to school. And that's where I like that my, my own daughter. As you know, Tony, I have a seven-year-old daughter. This is what I'm doing for my own daughter because it is something that I feel is going to benefit our family better, her have more options if she decides to get, if we get to college tuition reduction or potential grants or scholarships. All that is accessible now to her because this money is in the cash value life insurance, which again is not counting against her for any type of college benefits. Any so, tuition reduction. Yeah, that's good because believe me, I my son just finished his first year of college and we, we experience that because they look at any type of income you have uh, or a lot of different types. And if this doesn't count uh, as as income then that they look at, then it's not going to uh, affect the rate they give you. They're not going to jack up the rates because you have too much money uh, because this doesn't count toward that or against that, so to speak. So I like that aspect, but you mentioned the word growth with this cash value life insurance strategy to save for college. Uh, it gives you a lot of freedom and it doesn't count toward your overall income when that's calculated by the, the college or the, or the FAFSA. So I like that part, uh, but what about growth? Is it just the money we put in? Uh, is that, is that uh, how it grows or with our premiums? Or does it have actual growth? Is it a tied to something uh, that it has or has the potential to have a certain percentage of growth? Great question, Tony. Absolutely. That's one of the features that I love about this. It is linked to whatever 
index you choose. You could choose the Dow Jones as the index or the S&P 500, meaning your values will grow as those indexes grow. So let's just use the S&P 500. Yeah, if I would have loved to have had one tied to the S&P 500 for the last five, oh, I know. seven years, right? Exactly. So in that example, yes, every year that that S&P 500 grows, which everybody sees it on their TV screen pretty much daily, that value in your account is growing accordingly. The restrictions are they limit your growth, which is not a bad thing, meaning they don't give you all the gains of the S&P 500 and no losses. That'd be way too good to be true. What they do is they limit your gains. So you get up to 11% of the stock market gains. So the S&P 500 does 15% growth this year. Let's just give that as an example. You will get 11% as your gain. So you made 11% of your money. So if you had $100,000 in there and you did 11%, that's $11,000. You just profited tax-free. So that's how this thing grows. You can link that money, meaning invest it or allocate it is the right word, in the S&P 500. Remember, you get zero losses if the S&P drops. But if it does go up, you'll get all the gains up to 11%. That's the call. The word is cap. So that's where... I don't mind that. That's a really high cap in my opinion. I don't think the S&P does that every year or many years in a row. It'll do it certain years, of course, but most years it's probably six or 8%. That's about the average. I think the S&P 500 does on an annual basis overall. So if you're going to get that kind of return every year for 10 years, tax-free, that's powerful. That's something that I think every listener out there should explore. Look at the options, get all the facts, Decide if this is right for you as a strategy you guys want to employ for a saving for college for your son or daughter or grandson or granddaughter, because it's got some features that I think are powerful, Tony. Yeah. Well, that sounds great. It sounds excellent. Now, we're almost out of time for today's show. We're getting there anyway. So is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we have to go today? Yeah, Tony, I just want to, you know, really reiterate to all of our family of KBRI listeners, you know, please call our office. Mention that you heard us on the radio show. I allocate time slots every month for our, our KBRI family. Just schedule a time, come in for a no cost, no obligation consultation with me. I'll sit down for about an hour with each other, get a chance to meet each other, see what we can do to help you improve your situation. Go over this topic if this is of interest to you today of college planning. But as you know, if you've tuned into our show before, we do uh, things such as how to maximize your social security benefits. We do veterans benefits planning to help you get any benefits you're entitled to if you're a veteran. So that's something that we do. And I do the show, as you know, Tony, to help our listeners in any way I can, whether it's through our little nuggets of information like we do in our 30-minute show, or if they want to schedule a time to come in for an hour and meet with us. We're in two locations, very accessible in Orange County. We're in Garden Grove, right by the block the outlets, they call it now, or down here in Laguna Niguel is our main office right off Crown Valley and the five freeway. So please call our office. We have folks sitting by right now on this wonderful Saturday. We're at 949-218-3900. Thank you for listening to Smart Money with Kevin Richards. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, contact Kevin Richards at KNR Consulting Group. That's 949 949- 218 
or visit their website at knrconsultinggroup.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Kevin Richards and KNR Consulting Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.